Hi. Hey, Jess. Hello, Kim. How you doing? I'm fantastic and COVID-free. Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals. And best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, midwife at a busy birth center and small home birth practice. I'm Jess McKee. I am a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and a birth assistant with you. Well, I would say you guys, but Meredith, the midwife extraordinaire, is not here once again. No, she's not. Let's start by talking about where where we should start a game. It's like where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Yeah. It's like where, where is Meredith in today? The world is Meredith Route, whatever your new last name is. <laughs> Hoover. Meredith Route Hoover. Oh yeah, I think they combined, right? I don't I really don't know. know. <laughs> we should know that. We should we? know this. Um, she is was told that she was exposed to COVID. To COVID, and so Coronavirus. she. Is following all the recommendations and self-quarantining and staying home and all that stuff. All that fun stuff, which I wouldn't say is actually very fun. Um, but She seems to be enjoying it. She has less than a week left of her quarantine. Why is there a cat ass in my face? I, I can't say. Okay. Um, yeah, so we decided to do an episode by ourselves today. Since we skipped last week for really no reason at all. For no reason at all. Well, th- we did have a reason. The reason was because um, we were planning for our 50th episode to coincide with our one-year anniversary of our podcast. And we have a plan, which if um, what this episode about, if I could ever get myself to have good time management, um, we would have it planned already. But we are planning to do another live recording of our 50th episode. And we're um, not actually inviting people to come. We're just going to let you guys know where we are so you can swing yep. by and say hi. We're just going to be setting up someplace, location to be announced, um, time to be announced. We're going to just set up someplace and we're going to record our episode in public. And if you want to come, it's probably going to be a brewery or something with alcohol. So if you want to come, you can come watch us record. We're probably going to have some giveaways, some games um, during our breaks. And you can get some beer. We will also be announcing the winner of the photo challenge for the COVID challenge. That's right. Um, so you guys have about a week left to send in your stuff. So if you've been holding on to your cards and just not doing it, send them in now. There's a couple pictures. I also fell behind. I think... I think it's very fitting that we're doing time management today or just at least talking about it briefly. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm really loving everybody's submissions. I would really, really love it if somebody would send in a video of them approaching a stranger or pregnant woman about our podcast and giving us some, some way like fun. We keep hearing stories about it. I mean, we have friends and, and one of our neighbors that (laughs) just walk up to people in different States and hand out cards, cards. but they're so shy. They won't record it. I'm like, could you just record yourself doing that? But of course we haven't done it either. Because we don't have any damn time. Oh, we did. You did do it. Yes, you did. Oh, I did. Oh, we recorded it, didn't we? Yeah, we we gave out our cards to a really fun group at a vineyard. And then you gave out our cards to a complete stranger in a food line parking lot. Yes, I did. And she knew you. And (laughs) that was fun. So that worked out well. That worked out. Um, Yeah, So, but today, so send in your submissions. We would love some videos anywhere where people that have not heard about the podcast could hear about our podcast we would love for you to send that in we'll be announcing the winner during our 50th anniversary 
Um, or not our fiftieth. Our fiftieth episode, one year anniversary. I don't want to be doing this in fifty years. No, <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Which technically, our one year anniversary is on the sixteenth. Mm-hmm. So that's in what? Like, what is today? Oh, we fifty. Oh, that's, what is today? that's in three days. Yeah. So, so we, maybe we'll record it in on the anniversary. But today we decided to talk about time management because. I think, well, I know this is something that I struggle with even when I don't have a lot going on. Um, I think this is something that Kim struggles with because she does have a lot going on. Tell me about your conversation that you had oh. with your beautiful, beautiful, muscular husband My beautiful, this morning. beautiful, muscular husband. Okay, so, and anybody that, follow, that follows me on Facebook, I want you to think back to that conversation that I posted that was just funny where I was trying to explain that if he wants to sit for five hours and watch a movie or do nothing, yeah. they don't bother him. Yeah. But if I sit down, including on the toilet, like if my ass cheeks touch any surface whatsoever, yep. they're in my face. Yep. He I think, doesn't. I think all moms in the history of ever will understand. They exactly should. They identify, whereas men don't get it. They yeah. don't get it for some reason. I, I don't know why. So because this, it doesn't happen to them. It's not part of their experience. They don't believe me. Yeah. He doesn't. He still doesn't believe me. And the other day he said, well, why Why didn't you type today? And I said, I couldn't. I, I did try. But every time I sat down, he goes, oh, well, here's that story again. Okay, let me guess. And I'm like, That's so I'll fucking kill you right now. Like, I don't. <laughs> so this morning I was I was listing off things. And this is this is going to be marriage information. I'm listing off things that I want to get done. There are projects and some of them I can't do. Maybe I could do them, but I am not a full out feminist. I like men to do things for me like the trash, (laughs) hold my door. I'm not anti-feminist. I just like men to do those things for me. I also like men to do those things for me. Or women that do better than me. I don't care who it is. As long as it's not me, (laughs) I don't care. So this morning I was listing off things and he said, well, you have all these things you keep talking about, but I noticed that none of them are getting done, which of course is the worst thing to say to someone like me who's like totally struggling with time management yeah so I tried to do that thing where you have a conversation Mm -hmm. in a way that they they being the other species will understand and so I said listen I just want to explain to you how it's going in my mind and I said here are the things that I want to work on I'm trying to write a book everyone knows this already it's near impossible but I'm really getting some good leeway into it and And the chapters that I've read have been fantastic. I'm so excited for this book to I actually am, come out. I am excited for it. And, and, but, but I truly, if I could just, I understand why writers, I don't know how anyone's a writer for that matter. I could never <laughs> make stuff up. Like I could never do that, but all day, every day I could sit and write all day, every day and yeah. then look back and be like, well, that's one chap. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have that that I'm working on with premiere. Premiere is so busy. We have 14 moms due in November. Holy 14. Crap. That is a record for me. Yeah. Chantilly's busier. Jen's on maternity leave right now. Mm-hmm. So she's coming back soon. She is coming back soon. I can't wait. Um, so we have that going on with Lyndon Tree, you know, Meredith's quarantine right now. Yep. So I'm, I'm doing my absolute best to then be available to them. Um, and then there are some other things you like some to us, huh? To us, you mean? To, yes, to you. <laughs> um, the podcast, you know, it's important to me to do the podcast. It's mm-hmm. fun. We have a lot of you out there that actually listen to us every week. So yeah. I have this list of things. And he says to me, before I kicked him that I'll say to you what I oh and also I've been trying to exercise and eat healthy because I'm really starting to get tired yes and so he's like you know if there's stuff you're really committed to you'll find the time Mm. he actually said that to me a mother Mm. a midwife 
and you've also been home virtual schooling your virtual kids. schooling the kids. So essentially, I work all day Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Then I have my births, my postpartums in between that I have to do on other days. Yep. Plus Linden Tree clients. Yeah. So that leaves me with on a on a perfect setup. I have Tuesday and Thursday to do podcast my book and virtual learning. Yeah. And then I have the weekends, which we really try to do stuff with friends, with family. Like there's just so much going on. And if, he, if you're not at a birth on the weekends. If I'm not at a birth. And so I, this is not a complaint. This is just yeah. reality for me. And I love chaos. I thrive in chaos. Like I love it. I love it. But there's literally not enough time. And people will say like, how do you do everything? You know, or midwives that have six kids instead of five. Like, how do you how do you do yeah. that? So to look at me and tell me there's time. So I try to explain to him, whatever I do takes time away from something else. Yep. He is an awesome human being, but he doesn't work usually. Mm-hmm. So he's the at home parent. And, you know, he understands because his time is spent doing fun stuff. Like if I'm home, he can go fish or like right now he's hanging out with a friend. Yeah. But I said when, okay, fine. You're committed to what I'm committed to. I appreciate that. So when you're done hanging out, would you mind if I then locked myself in the bedroom, which you have suggested, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll type for an hour, and then we'll make dinner together. And he's he, like, like, I just heard lock in the bedroom. Right. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I was smart. I got that out of the way this morning. <laughs> check. Sex. Check. <laughs> meaningful conversation. Check. Like, all these things have been was checked. Was it meaningful? I mean, I, I don't know. We'll see what happens after today. <laughs> but um, he literally then said to me, which is proof that the other species, or maybe we're just so different... There, I don't know where the misfire was. He said, oh, well, what if my hangout goes over? What if I decide to hang out with my friend for longer? I mm-hmm. said, I could have said, what the fuck? But I didn't. Yeah. Instead, I said, that's totally fine with me. I don't mind you hanging out with your friend. Stay all night. I don't care. But just know I will then not be typing. Yeah. Because what my point is that time has to come from somewhere, either another human or from something that I love. So if you want me to type, you're going to have to leave your friend an hour earlier. Yeah. And if you're not willing to do that, I support it. But then that means I can't type. So I, I don't know if that helped him see that I literally do something every second of my life. There yeah. is no downtime. Yeah. And that should be the title. What is downtime? When people say you got to find time for yourself. That used to drive me crazy because I try to do that, but then that's going to take from my clients or from you and Meredith, because you guys are really my soulmates or from my kids. Like, where are we, where does time come from? So that's like your, that's your experience is that you are literally busy all the time. There's no downtime or I'm sleeping. Yeah. So my life experience is a little bit, a lot different than that um, because I do have much more downtime than you. I'm kind of like the Chuck in this relationship because I am the stay home parent. Whoa. For the most that part. That was too far. That was too far. That was too far. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> my penis is a little smaller. A little smaller. <laughs> Your balls are bigger. <laughs> no, and, not really, but they're growing. <laughs> and I have less facial hair. Um, but I, I am, for the most part, the stay at home parent. So I do have... You know, I am juggling my doula practice. I'm juggling the linden tree practice, which is much less moms than what you're having. Um, But I also know that with my downtime when I am around my kids, it's hard for me to find a schedule because it's just like, okay, today I'm with my kids. I don't have like a schedule where it's like I have to go to work now from nine to five and I get the work done and then I can come home. And so if I need to schedule something, which we all know that 
I don't get much done in the summer and the months where no. it's warm at all. My no. brain is just like a butterfly flitting around. <laughs> um, it's a little wren. <laughs> yeah. And so then as soon as winter comes, it's like, okay, let me buckle down and get stuff done. And so I already know that if I were to like freaking buckle down on this podcast, um, we our podcast would be, I mean, it's already been so much more successful than I ever could have imagined. But I know that it could be so much more if I was like treating it more like a job and getting out there and making contacts and doing all these things which I'm planning on doing in the in the winter. And a lot of those plans because of COVID did get brushed under they the rug did. for a while. Yes. COVID has really taken the wind out of our sails this year. So the fact that we mainly because it's affecting our lungs so we can't breathe properly. <laughs> I mean it didn't affect my lungs. <laughs> Mine either, but I just thought it was funny. I apologize to anyone whose lungs were affected by COVID nineteen. <laughs> um and so it's like it's it still is chaos, though, because there's no defined schedule. So you have to make your own schedule. And I have all these other things. So I, I really I really know that I want to get to a place where I can support myself financially. And so it's like I'm planning on getting certified in baby wearing and being a baby. Oh, I'm so consultant. excited about um, that. I want to get to the point where our podcast is making money, where our YouTube channel is making money. And so then it's like trying to find time between all of our schedules to make all that happen, because I know that it can I know we just it's like it has so much potential yeah but we're we have to be willing to put in the time and then I have those <laughs> days where I'm overwhelmed because there's a lot going on in my personal life and so it's just like I'll just this sit has there been a stare. huge personal yeah. life year for you and Meredith it's huge a lot of change happening so then sometimes I'll be like I know I could be doing something but instead I'm gonna just sit and stare for a little while. Well, that's mental health for you. You need to have it. So I don't if staring know if it, at a wall I don't know if it helps my mental health or hurts it. Also, I don't understand, like I never show any appreciation for any of your pets and they literally act like I'm the best person on the planet. Yeah, my cat my outdoor cat is rubbing herself up and down all of Jessica right now and I would take a video for you but I'm trying to get her off and she's clawing my legs. But we were desperate for an hour today. Desperate for time. So we both gave our kids our phones. So we don't have yeah, our phones. We don't so have if phones. we're if I'm on call for you and a small child answers, then I <laughs> apologize. <is> <laughs> but we were desperate for time. Yeah. And so um so yeah, that's what that's what's going on with time management. And so I know other people have so much other things going on, but it's not just a like mental health comes into it so much too because it's like if I could just make a schedule and be like, okay, I'm going to clean my house from 12 to 1 and then I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do contacts for my podcast from 1 to 2, but it never ends up working out that way, no, especially no, 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 when no, you no. have kids. Right. Um I understand why why now there are women that I know and I will say I used to be judgy about this like mm -hmm. there's I've learned a lot in my 40 years I used to judge so many things but that's because I was so sheltered and lucky yeah you know so I have friends that used to put their one or two children in a daycare program yeah you know three or four days a week or whatever and some of them worked some of them didn't some of them had like hobbies or like were writing or something and I'm like well that must be nice what yeah. you're putting your kids for someone else to take care of and do whatever you want but now I realize like that's what I use public school for let's just be honest <laughs> secondly this is awful like I would be willing to pay for my kids if I could just have two days a week where there's no children yeah. needing me I would get so much more done and that's not to say those of you without kids do not have the same time management issues but yes. I used to be judgy about it and now I wish I could afford it because I would totally do it 
Yeah, and a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need to get to the place where I can afford it. That's what's going on. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, money. Money is time. Time is money. Time is money. <laughs> How many cliches can we throw in today's podcast? Oh, can know. I take a minute to say that I went to, I had a beautiful birth. Yes. A couple of days ago. Yeah. Um, Unless you want to do it as our birth story of the week at the end. Well, I didn't ask permission. So okay. I just um, want to say... Well, I can talk in the end briefly about okay. the amazing births that I had to make up for the very hard ones that I had had yes, at our last podcast. Which we haven't talked about yet. We just mentioned yeah. briefly. So, yeah, mention your beautiful... Do you just Is that all you wanted to say about yeah, it? Yeah, right you now? can totally take all that out and we'll go right back to the time thing. Like it never happened. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'm going to do that. It'll, that'll require more work than it's worth it. If you would have kept petting this cat, she would not be on my lap right now. I know, I didn't even pet her at all. She just was sitting on me, and it was really annoying. Um, yeah, so why don't you guys write in and tell us your issues with time management and figuring out how to fit everything in that you're supposed to do? like Or how you fail fitting everything in. Oh, yeah. I fail miserably. Usually I'm like, Huge I need failure. to do this, 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 and this. Like this week I planned to clean my house. Which I did yesterday. I did good, clean my house. Good job. There's still more I have to do. But small victories. Yeah. I'm planning on on taking everything out of my daughter's bedroom, painting her walls. Um, I want to do like some of that extra cleaning, like where I go oh, into the yes. bathroom and I yep. take off all the things that are on my shelves and I wipe down the shelves. I, well, I just want to say I think that's normal for some people. Well, that's not considered extra in some people's worlds. <laughs> When I clean the bathroom, that's that's extra. Do you just use the blow dryer and just blow the dust off of whatever it no, can it No, it just stays there. <laughs> the shelves are so covered in products from all my FabFitFun boxes that you can barely see any open space. But I did notice yesterday that I was like, oh my gosh, I really need to take all of that stuff off, wipe the shelves down, and, clean and put it, it back. Um, that, you, no, that's not a normal thing. You're lucky if I wipe down the sink and, and clean the toilet. Get the hair clean off. the floor. Um, I am so deterred from cleaning. Like, we do straighten every day. Twice a yes. day we go through and straighten my house because there's seven of us. Well, I should say Chuck and I go through and straighten our yeah. house because there's seven of us. But I will deep clean my bathroom Mm-hmm. And I feel so good. Yeah. I'll walk around it barefoot and rub my naked body all over the <laughs> tiles just for a hot second. <laughs> but within 24 hours, I'm like, why is there hair? Why Everywhere. is there? Where did this dust come from? So then I feel like, why did I even do it? What is the point? What is the point? There was some sort of drippage. This is so disgusting. <sighs> there were three drops on my bathroom floor. Not near the toilet. Yeah. Not near the toilet. It was like somewhere, somewhere in my closet. And we have a smallish bathroom. And I noticed it. And I stepped over it. I didn't wipe it up. Yeah. I just stepped over it. And it was barely noticeable, three drops. As the week went on, they darkened as more and more people, more and more kids just ran through over. with dirt on their feet. And more and more of us, like, tossed their towels. And then finally yesterday, I was like, I don't know what the fuck these three drips are. Yeah. But I guess I'll go ahead and wipe and them up it. since everyone else is just stepping over them. That's the condition of my bathroom right yeah. now. That's that's time management. We didn't I don't, have time. I don't even have the five seconds. But it's like that's a mental thing. Like the other day I told I told Ren, like, go in and clean up your bedroom. Like so in my we me and Ren are sharing a bedroom right now. And so I keep my clothes organized, but I do not want to keep her clothes organized. No. And Ren is an ADHD hot mess. Like she doesn't put things away. And so I was like, you need to go into your bedroom and you need to put your clothes away and organize them, clean the bedroom. 
So I'm in the kitchen trying to clean up the hot messes of the kitchen, even though when you were at my house last week, you're like, oh my God, your house is it so clean. It was so clean. Yesterday when I went to clean, my house was like a dumpster fire. I don't understand how that happens. Dumpster fire. Horrible. Brian bought the kids modeling clay last week. Which was just spread in tiny little like broken up pieces yes. all over my house. That's that why I told Evie she the couldn't floor. have any because I knew that was going to happen. God, I should do that. Well, maybe Brian could clean it up since he purchased it. I mean, that would be. He has been cleaning more, but that's um, so helpful. Yeah, it is helpful. Um, so so I was like, I'm go I'm going to clean the kitchen now. That literally it literally looks like we've never cleaned our house a single day ever in our entire lives. And I smell nail polish. So I'm like... In the kitchen? From the kitchen. My house is very small. And so... <laughs> I was on the porch and smelt it across the house from the yeah, kitchen. <laughs> my house is, is like as big as your porch. So... <laughs> and so I, I immediately like go through and I'm like, why do I smell nail polish? Ren's sitting on the bed. She's like, because I was trying to paint my nails. And I'm like, number one, what nail polish do you use? Because if I keep finding open nail polishes everywhere, because... That's what happens. I buy nail polish. She she goes to use it. She leaves it open, and then the next time I go to use it, it's dry. Yes. And so I'm like, just bring it to me right now. So it's sitting there on the bathroom sink. Instead of cleaning, she decided to paint her nails and then left it open sitting on the sink. But not only had she left it sitting on the sink, she had, like, dripped it all along the sink and then left it open. Oh, my God. So then it was like, okay, now I have to clean this nail polish off the sink before I do anything else because now it's going to st stain said stink. More time. S said stink. I just said stink. <laughs> it's always like that it's like unless i'm walking around constantly cleaning up after my kids my house looks like it's never been cleaned a single day in its life i do do that i do walk around on tuesdays and that's thursdays. a huge mental expenditure of, ener of energy energy and time but i can't help it because i have a problem but it's disgusting how many times have you walked into your house because this happens to me sometimes and i'm like what is that smell? Oh, yeah. What is that smell? And all then the everyone's time. been there all day. So they're like, what smell? And I'm like, yeah, they can't you smell. don't smell that smell? That it smells like something died. Right. Describe the smell. Death smells like death. I don't <laughs> Asshole died. Death asshole. Not asshole death. that had it died. It smells like something that died and is now rotting. And that no one bothered to move. And it's funny because Chuck, Chuck cleans more than I do. Like, he is an OCD freak when it comes to. But we all have those days where we're like, I don't feel like it. I just don't yeah. feel like it. Yeah. But then I'm like, okay. Then what did you do with your time today? You know, and then I feel like Ted Bundy who comes home like, what did yeah. you do? Sit and eat bonbons all day? And I don't want to be Sometimes that person. Sometimes that is what I do. I know. Except Sometimes not I do. I sit around and read a novel while eating garlic stuffed olives. Yes, That's what I do. I did it for seven and, hours yep. straight while the kids watched YouTube. <laughs> Give me a good parenting award. <laughs> and they're all still alive because I did it. Then I took them to the park and we found different edible fall so you, did, you did something. Yeah. So today, um, Chuck did, Evie's in school now. Yeah. For, you know, the next 30 seconds until a COVID outbreak happens it and just they all start, come home. She just started yesterday. She started yesterday. And speaking of time management, it took an hour and a half between getting, dropping yes. her off and picking her up because yes. of the line of cars. Right. So any parent out there that's now excited, okay, my kid's back in. They don't provide transportation, which I understand, to most of the kids. So... It's worth it because she needs that extra special something. Do you understand? I don't really, no. but I try. But I get it. There's a lot of us doing it. So it took me, it took me 45 minutes to drop off pickup. Yeah. That wasn't, or to drop her off and get home so, yeah. or to go to work. That wasn't a big deal. But it took Chuck an hour just to get there. Yeah. 
So it was crazy. So that just cut into, I was almost late to work. But now that Evie is in school, that was our main problem with virtual schooling. She had so much and she's just at that age where it's just, I'd rather kill myself than try to teach her anything. Is it her age or is it just her? I think it's just her. She's a complete (laughs) bitch. And awesome. And we love her. And we love her. (laughs) So now we just have Brock. So Chuck did, um, I showered. I shaved for the first time in like two weeks. I have not done that. Okay. Well, let me tell you, give yourself at least 45 minutes to get in all the nooks and yeah. crannies because that's what it did. Um, this is and a then hairy, when I, hairy snatch. Yeah. So, so Italian. <laughs> and when I came out, he had already done everything but science. So in order for me to do our podcast today, which is literally about nothing. Yeah. Um, he's, his science is going undone. I don't feel bad. Yeah, no, I'm gonna try to do it when we Are go back in. Are you guys enjoying it? Just listening. To, this is this is what we do. We sit on the porch. We're we're just literally bitching about our lives right now. I hope you guys are enjoying it. Yeah, <laughs> this is a complete. We're just bitching, making you feel a little bit better about your life. And also, I'm I feel I still feel lucky. We oh, still have so our houses. Lucky. We still have our stuff. We're still working. The kids are healthy. Everyone's fine. Meredith is healthy, just exposed, theoretically. <laughs> and She's been exposed. She's been exposed. My cat will literally not leave you she alone. will not get off of me. It's so stupid. Um, okay. So I have, um, do we need to go to break? Or not, is there anything else? Yet. We have, we still have like five minutes before we have to go How? to break, but we can go to break. How do we have five minutes? I don't know. I don't know we either. Don't have, we don't have Meredith taking up. Extra time. I think I know. <laughs> Meredith, where are you with all of your witty things that you put in? I think um, one thing, though, that you and I have in common when it comes to time is that we never, ever are late or or miss like our work, like yeah. our passion birth in the birth community and the birth work all day. Like oh, yeah. I might have a 12 hour day of work followed by a birth, followed by this. And it just gets done. Yeah. Like n- that, that never, fa- yeah, that never falls through the cracks. Like our kids, our partners, yep. our friends, except for the two of you, everything yep. else falls through the cracks. But except I have to for say those times where I've been on call forever and ever and ever and ever. And then we're finally like, well, you should take one day off. And that's the one on day. It wasn't even a day. Like, it was like three hours. <laughs> and I'm having my baby now. Yeah. But I, I think the universe planned that. The universe has been, the universe has been doing things to me. Yeah. A lot. Oh, I, this I've summer, been learning the universe a lot. has been doing a lot. This whole year, the universe has been doing a lot of things to me. A lot of things. I'm going to say it's really trying to teach us a lesson. Yeah. And instead of learning that lesson, I think we're just going to bitch about it on our podcast. I think before we go to break, unless you have something you're about to say. No, I don't. I wanted to talk a little bit about the little uh, tiff we had the other day. What tiff? So. Where we fought over who loved one another the, the most. Yes. Get the hell off me. <laughs> Jesus. That, my God. This is like, I feel so assaulted right now and touched without permission. Um, so the uh, so we're trying to plan our live episode. And part of the problem with this is that the day. Oh. <laughs> is this the football tip? Yeah. The day <laughs> that we plan to do the episode. Number one, I had not gotten into the place that we're trying to do it. I had gone several times, but the person I needed to talk to about hosting the episode there was not there. And she um, did not leave a note or a message. I did not. At and, all. But then it was a good <laughs> thing because I went to talk to Meredith over the phone, not in person. And um, Meredith was like, oh, my gosh, that day is actually the 13th day of my quarantine. I can't, I can't do it that day. And so then we had to all, like gather around and be like okay what other day can we do it you keep saying these things gather around via text like we're not actually gather around via our group text i mean jess and i are together but meredith takes this whole 
quarantine. Very thing. seriously. Very seriously. And so um, we're having a group text and we're trying to decide what day we could do it. And so we're trying to sort of like, so for sound purposes, I don't think Saturday is a good day because, you know, it's going to be loud in there. So why don't we do it on a Sunday? And me and Meredith are like, yeah, Sunday's perfect. I'm past my quarantine. It'll be quiet in there. We can do it at this time. Kim comes back like 15 minutes later and the way she does like, mm, that's football, football Sunday. Football Sunday. And we're like, <laughs> so? I know. I don't <laughs> care. Do you care? Does no. Does anyone care about football Sunday? So and she's like, well. Yes. So I it's said. It's like me at a birth not yeah. wanting to do what um, Kim says. Or. <laughs> so after tw- almost 22 years now, Chuck and I are, are it is, it is so. It is a struggle bus for us to try. I don't know what's worse. The way we used to communicate. Or the way you do now. Or the way we are communicating now and attempts to show each other that we're trying to communicate better. It's oh fucking gosh. horrible. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a cluster F. It really it's is. It's so awful. It's like he yells a lot, right? It's not just me. It's not that he's yelling. He gets it's very loud. Like, la- it's like, like Chuck talk. It's just very gruff. Very ing- aggressive. Uh, uh, uh. And, yeah, it's like in your face which everyone thinks I am that way but Chuck makes me look 100 times more right and it's not bad it's not if you don't know him you would think that he was yelling at me yeah like like I used to think that Chuck hated me for the first 10 years of our relationship right and really he loves you so um so Chuck and I after 22 years almost now we have we have horrible communication we have horrible this and that whatever and we always say, why are we together? I don't know. It just some, it doesn't, it's not that it works. We just make it work. I don't really know how to describe it. So then, but the one thing that he does do is 100% supports the podcast and 100% supports me being a midwife. That doesn't mean he doesn't complain about it Yeah. or will say, uh, like I wanted to fish or whatever. We still bitch at each other, but yeah. he's, he, it was, the podcast was his idea in the first place. So when I told him about the live recording, he said, Ooh, I'll go back and forth between where you're recording and where he likes to hang out and I'll get to like come the in. American Legion. Right. Woo. America. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they have like super cheap beer. I love the people in there. We love so, Legion. We, I love it there. So, um, he was excited about our episode and he wanted to pop by. Yep. Probably just wanted to flex, yep. get the attention yep. that we love to give him. And so when I said Sunday, his response, which Meredith and Jess didn't hear, was, I mean, the podcast is more important. If that's the only day we have, I'll miss a fucking game. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But then I felt like, as a wife, after 22 years of trying desperately to show each other that we care, I was like, no, no, let's make it another day because you're being so supportive. I want to support your abnormal love for football. Yeah. And he was like, okay, whatever. Well, that just didn't go over well Did with not go over Jessica well. and Meredith. So I was just like, blah, blah, blah. And you guys could pretty much just suck a dick. <laughs> I, but I said it on talk text. So the guy that was there that was sitting next to us and I kept saying, suck it. Suck a dick. You guys can blow me. I don't know what I was saying. And finally, Paul was sitting next to us. He goes, wow, your friends sure do suck a lot of dick. I wish that were true. And I lost it. I was like, stop listening to my talk test, you creep. Like, what are and you I doing? I was answering. With relish, yeah. like Rizzo with from Greece. But I was like, actually, I don't like relish. I like sauerkraut. But either way, I will suck that dick. I will suck it. So we just went back and forth. So then, so then it got worse because you came over, and she- well, well, Kim, Kim, no, no, no. We said, we said, well, or Chuck could show that he 
wants to come to the podcast and just skip a game. But also, um, they play the game in the in the bottom of the brewery that we're trying to do this in. And so she was like, I'm just trying to show him that I care about him and all this stuff. And so and, and so then I I came over to chat and get in the hot tub or something a little bit later. And he had a friend over that doesn't watch football. Yeah. So they were sitting on the porch hanging out. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And Chuck was watching football on his phone. And, and so just I goes walk out on the porch and I go, so Chuck can just watch the football games live on his phone there, huh? And I was like, yeah, cool. Oh, I see what's happening. I see it. I see what's happening. So then I realized we probably could just record on Sunday. Because I didn't, I forgot he could watch it on his phone. Anyway, we did all fight about this. Well, it was Meredith and Jess. It wasn't a fight. Against Kim. Lucky for me, I do love so much altercation. So it doesn't bother me. <laughs> but it's just funny because if it were like Chuck or Brian or Terrence, we'd just be like, fuck you, do this. But because it's us, we're yeah. like, so. Uh, or, what I, or what we. Maybe. It was just really funny. But now we should rethink this Sunday because he can watch the game on his damn phone. He, he can. And also, I still haven't gone in there to talk to them. So that would give us an extra time, day. Time management. Time management's important. Time management. But now, speaking of which, time management, it's time to go to our break. And we have a beloved favorite sponsor of Beluga Baby. <sighs> yes. So let's I wish we could have gotten. She looked so hot. On your text or on your Skype oh, talk. Oh, on our video chat. Yes, we had like her hair was all <laughs> was like all Meredith style like a Meredith style unicorn, <laughs> and her eyelashes are stupid. Unlike us, she's doing like super well on her F Factor diet. Like yes, she's actually sticking to it, so she's lost like tons of weight. Yeah, and she. I'll, I'll well, be when like, you say that, it sounded like she started out bigger. No, she started out no. normal size, and, and now, now she's, she's just, just like tiny, looking like a Greek goddess or something. Yeah. and so every time I'll be like, I was like, um. Today, I ordered eight chicken wings with blue cheese and a pizza. And she's like, that's not on your F-Factor diet. <laughs> and I'm like, hell no, it's not. And I scarfed it down and it was delicious. And now my boobs are bigger. <laughs> my boobs look awesome. Other things also, but my boobs are nice. <laughs> All right, let's, let's go to Tell break. us about her fall line. I will. And go. As soon as we get into my actual break. I know. That's what I'm saying. Go. Go to break. Talk okay, about okay. the fall line. All right. All right. We're bad at that. We're bad at this. Cue the music. Oh, yeah. So today's sponsor for our episode is the one, the only, our favorite sponsor of all time, Beluga Baby Bamboo Baby Wraps. And so a baby wrap is something that you put your baby in to hold them on your body so you can be hands-free while taking care of your baby. Um, what are my favorite things about Beluga Baby? They have a wonderful, high-quality bamboo fabric that has a four-way stretch. And it really is like swaddling your baby at the same time as holding them. And so most babies, as soon as you put them in a Beluga Baby bamboo baby wrap, just fall right to sleep. And you can get stuff done, no matter what you need to do, while they nap. Um, but they are releasing their fall line. And they're going to have four new colors. And so you should really check out Beluga Baby. Um, it's my favorite wrap that there is on the market um, from one of like my favorite person that is out there. So check them out. Follow is she them. also on the market? <laughs> I don't think she's on the market. She's married. But um, but follow them at Beluga Baby on um, Instagram. 
And also check out her website, um, www.belugababy.com. Um, you will not regret buying yourself a Beluga Baby baby wrap if you are going to be having a baby. All right, back to our episode. Welcome back from that delightful break. Hello. It was so delightful. Was it delightful? Beluga Baby. I always ask you, was it delightful? Beluga Baby always makes my day. I love Beluga Baby. Um, So coming back to time management. Yes. I don't know if this is something that everyone out there knows about me. Oh my God. Are you going to talk about your obsession with time travel? Yeah. (laughs) I have an obsession. It's it's not normal. idea of time travel. It's not. I don't know why maybe you're from another time and and you agreed to have your mind erased like men in black but something about you remembers that you're from the future or the past and so that's why you're obsessed with it there's just something about it like that idea of being able to travel around in time and things to be the same way as they were like movies every time travel movie so you're more obsessed with like the the past traveling to the past more than the future seeing the future also is very very interesting to me but traveling to the past is like but there's like some movies like somewhere in time god that movie gets me i've never seen it so boring back to the future gets me any time travel book, I read this this time travel book about a guy who goes to this old building in New York City and he manages to like send himself back in time to the 1800s and he falls in love. Oh my God, I love it so much. I don't know why. Well, what's the one that you always read or watch? The thing that you were completely obsessed with for like a year. Oh, Outlander. Yes. Outlander. That's all about time travel. It's all about time travel. That's why you're obsessed and with it. God, that show is... I mean, let's be honest, the later um, seasons have not been as fun, but God, the earlier seasons, God, they had me. They hit me in all the right places. They got me right where it counts. I mean, Jamie Fraser's muscles probably did help. He's like a living, time-traveling, sexual fantasy, just... Just bursting at the seams. Bursting at the (laughs) seams with his, like, muscles and his foreskin. It's just like... (laughs) Muscles oh and foreskin. God. The unbeatable duo. <laughs> time travel muscles and foreskin. <laughs> if I could take this foreskin back in time. If we could go back in time, we could refor- restore all foreskins. Let me ride this foreskin. Back in time. Oh my I don't God. know what that music is. It's I don't know what that is. What game. is that music? <laughs> kind of video game I don't know. Fast. Anyway. Oh my God. Speaking of time management, yeah, like, this is another plate, and this is a very first world problem. So first world, so first world. So Chuck hunts. We all he's a hunterman, yeah, fisherman, huntsman, huntsman. I don't know. I don't know what the right he word is for that. He likes to kill and eat animals. Yes, and he does. He kills them and he whatever. So um, I years ago I decided that if he was going to take two weeks out of the year mm-hmm. to come and go as he pleases and shoot things, then I should, I should get, I should get something for that. I just want to stop you and say that the girl's trip idea was not predicated on him being, I mean, maybe it was for you. No, it wasn't. But it was just like, we decided a few years ago that we needed to make the effort to have a girl's trip every year. Right. And the hunting thing is what made my guilt go away about it. Yes. That's why I bring that up. Horrendous guilt. But then we just didn't do it. And so this Well, we did it 
two years ago. We did it two years in ago. In December. And then, and we were like, when we came back, we we're like, we even upped our ante. We we're like, this was the most magical thing ever. We it was should so try magical. and do this once every, a weekend once every six months. Yeah. Well, that's never. I did not, it didn't happen. No. I wanted, I almost threw up when you suggested that. Like my anxiety <laughs> was so much, it came, almost came up out of my out throat. Out of my mouth is bile. And so we did, like this year, I was like, okay, listen, like I, I want to redo the girls trip. We all talked about it. Chuck will have his two weeks of hunting and at which point I'll be ready to just get out of the house and do yep. something. But we've been trying to plan this trip where the three of us were all available to just spend a few short magical days, like three days. together yeah. with no work. Yep. No, but maybe we'll record an episode. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. If we do decide to for fun. Right. So then when time like between premiere being so busy and then Linden tree may not be as busy, but there are people scattered Yep. You know, and then you have doula clients. Yep. We had my kids are virtual schooling. Your kids do their homeschool stuff. Yep. We literally just today after talking about this forever, think we found, think we found a, a three, a three night window of time where we could spend it together. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to try and monopolize. And we're going to try to do it. But it is. It's so impossible because like I've been trying and this isn't even just a girl's trip like. How long have I been saying, like, I want to, in the fall, take, just have our families with all the kids, get together and rent a beach house yes, for one week. Yes, you've been asking to do that for, like, five years. This is, like, a dream of mine. Yeah. That and you've been wanting to go see Haley again. Yeah. Just well, to hang out with her. That's for, a COVID like, thing. Like, I know. Me it's and so Haley stupid. find ways to hang out. COVID has put a really big monkey wrench in that. Yeah. Um. Oh, you guys have, like, one of those magical love relationships. Where you have to put messages in a bottle and mail them off. Yes. Because you're from different realms. We do. Yes. <laughs> And uh, well, we're actually she's coming. She's coming to spend time with me next month. I'm super excited. That's going to be awesome. Um, and I would love to be able to also cash in on some Haley time. Yeah, and even for that, I just had oh, to I be will like, see her when you get here. When yeah, she gets here, yeah, okay. I just had to be like, she was just like because she kept sending me dates and I kept not getting back to her because I'd be like, I'll talk to the girls and see if I who's on call and what's happening. And I was like, I think those dates work. And then eventually she's like, I booked my ticket. So I was like, okay, Meredith and Kim. That's the smart thing to this do. This is, I'm going to be gone. These, you can't rely on Jester. I'm going to be gone these five days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to have, I'm going to make it work, <laughs> which it was actually a good time for it. It is a good time. Um, so yeah, that's time management, but it's just like, yeah, why is it so hard? Like, I guess it's because other people have full-time jobs where they're just like, they put it in a year advance for a week off and then they go do their beach trip and we like, we can't do that. No, we can't do that. And, but it would be so magical. And I just want to say like every possible spot where Linden Tree had a space. Yeah. There was someone with Premiere that I've been with yep. either once, twice, three times to have a baby. <laughs> and that was a song. And I yeah. know you almost started Diana singing it. I almost did. <laughs> um, and so we, I did. I was forced to pick a time. And there is still someone in their window who, if I miss their birth, I'll be devastated. But it was like, I oh, have. That's right. <laughs> I, I mean, there's still someone that could. I don't. Hello. I really don't. I really don't I think. I don't think she's going to have her baby no, in no, that no, window. No. And we did pick the time where she is least likely to go yeah but i can't we know you're out there listening we'll explain it to you later i know and please <laughs> don't cry but we will be there just hold your damn kid in for three days yeah and it'll be fine there's no way you're gonna go at 38 weeks yeah famous last words 
Just don't do it. <laughs> if she does, maybe after she we should just all come that, with she us. She didn't actually want us. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she will. She That's could. A good idea. She could do that. We'll 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 give her that opportunity. Let's invite her. her husband's not invited though. So no. this, 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 this is a girl girls trip. only. Yep. And your kid's not invited either. I girls mean, the one only. in your belly is invited, but not yep. the one outside no, of your belly. No, absolutely not. I don't want to see a man. Yep. And I wish wherever we went, yeah. we could just ex-nay all men. Are there in, any in the like, entire... strictly lesbian bars? I don't think there are. Oh, there has to be. There has to be. I'm sure we could find a place somewhere in this country that we don't have to leave I'm that going... has either lesbian or or even like transgender or someone who's not going to be interested in uh well the lesbians, the lesbians will would be interested in us. We're not completely no, unhot. I'm sorry. In I lesbian have to world. go to the Irish bar. It's the thing I have to do. I but that's su- not a club's bar. I support you. Yeah. I am not clubbing. No, just, no, no. Just want to put that out there. I'm I am clubbing, 41 years but old. I'm going to go to the Irish bar. Yes, well, there will be bars. How yeah. can you go on vacation without a bar? I mean, but I'm more interested in just sitting in the sand. I than just like... want to sit in sand. Yeah. I, I, oh my God. Sing 80s love Three songs. Three days of 80s music, sunlight, no children, and, and, and girls. And girls. And I don't want to say no Chuck because that sounds shitty. And I love Chuck, especially in a bathing suit. Oh, but yeah. I just don't want men around me yeah. at all or children for three days. We should just get some, like, we should get some, um, like, police tape that yes! of, like, saying caution. Yes! We should just put it around us on the beach and it says, like, no man right. zone. Like... Or pregnant. Pregnant zone only yeah. because no one is interested in that. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants pregnant women or... I don't know. We, there's got to be syphilis. Yeah. Or like <laughs> syphilis zone. Do not cross this line or you will get syphilis. Yes. We all have leprosy. <laughs> Please back up. I would do, do not it. hit on us. There must be an island <laughs> somewhere you. where no other human is. There must that be. That we could ask a bar to come set up on the island. We could do an Irish bar on an island. We could. You have the whole thing to yourself. That would be amazing. It would be amazing. I would love that. Chuck used to ask what, well, people would ask us, what's your dream vacation? Yeah. And when I was still neck deep in shit, I would say an island. Yeah. The end. No one. No one. Just me. Nothing. Yeah. Silence. Food and water. That's all I need. A flushing toilet so and that you Chuck don't would have be to like, deal with shit. What? You don't want me there? I'm like, I don't want a single human being yeah. that can make a single damn sound. No. I just want to be by myself. <laughs> and I guess people who don't feel overwhelmed don't feel that way. Yeah. Most dads don't feel that way. No. Not that they don't do a lot, but I've only ever heard women, and correct me if I'm wrong, and I know some of you men out there are listening, and if you think I'm being sexist, then shoot me an email that I can use to yeah. wipe my butt with, and then we'll talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> I don't think that I like being by myself, but I don't think that I've ever gotten used to it. I've like There's so little time that I'm actually by myself that it feels very weird when it happens. Yeah. It is weird. I go through phases. You know when I shut down. Yep. We are like, oh, you're in a hermit. I'm in a hermit phase. I there just don't want to see anybody, including you and Meredith. Yeah. I just want to sit in my house by myself. Yeah. And do nothing. Well, you just said something that reminded me of something. You know, I can't remember what it is. Did I? Was yeah. it that I haven't been by myself very often? Like it's I'm not oh, used to. Yes. It. Yeah. Yes. We went to a wedding. My yeah. friend Lori, who I talk about, her, um, their son, RP's son, got married and Chuck's mom took the kids for the first time overnight. Yeah. yeah. Brock and Evie. And we were shocked. Didn't know what to do with ourselves. Not because of Bessie. Just we don't have time without them. Yeah. So we actually came home. We could have stayed out drinking all night. The DJ was fucking on 
point. It was any any R and B, any dance song that came out when we were in high school. It was uh. jamming. We were singing on the top of our lungs. Lori and I were getting it down, like just breaking it out. But at ten o'clock, I was like, "I'm I'm tapping out." Yeah. All the kids, all the youngsters, they're all having mullets now. By the way, that's all back in style. They, half the kids in the wedding had a mullet. That's it's, not okay. It's a thing. So we come home at like ten thirty. We could have stayed out all night if we wanted to, and we were just sitting on the couch by ourselves. By ourselves, it was completely silent. That's so weird. Our house has never been completely silent, not ever. And I was like, I don't. What are we? This is very strange. Like I don't even know what to do. I with didn't this. know. I mean, we figured out what to do with it, for <laughs> show. But before we figured it out, it was. I mean, it was just. It was weird. It was Sweet. very weird. Yeah. Did you? Were your older kids home? Yes. Okay, but it was still weird, just not having the. Oh, because ones. the like Oz and Max at fourteen and twelve, like or fifteen, fourteen. I don't know how fifteen now. Yeah. Fifteen and twelve. No, they just don't. They do their own thing now. Yeah, they're you upstairs know. in their rooms. Yeah, they're doing whatever. And Chris came to the wedding with us. It was just amazing. But um, just sitting on the couch with everybody had already gone to like bed or whatever. It was just, excuse me. It was awesome. It was awesome. One day, one day our lives will be like that. And I always joke with him. I'm like, you know, all of our conversations get interrupted. What if they don't get interrupted and I decide that we don't like each other at all? <laughs> like it's, it's, a real, a, it's a real Saved possi- by the bell. It's a real possibility. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, she loves you. I do. Yeah, okay. so I think it's time for us to go into our birth stories of the week. I think this episode is about time management. I'm not sure if we really covered that or if we I just mean, we talked, talked about randomly. our inability to have time management. So, yeah, it's time for our birth stories of the week. You did two births this week? Yeah, I had two I had two births this week. Um maybe we should tell them to stop screaming or just let it roll. Let's just let it roll. We should really ask the listeners if they like hearing our kids screaming in the background because it makes it feel like we're normal human beings. Or I if we the, should, I have the gate up to like five, so okay. I think that most of it gets All right. really tuned out. I wish I could turn my gate up to five. I know. I wish I could as well. Filter it out. Yeah. So the week, the week prior to like two weeks ago when we did our last episode, yeah, I had two really difficult births. Yes, and I can you say are now processing quite, yes. um, quite animated a lot. So I had a yeah. shoulder dystocia, and then I had, which I am excited to say out loud now yeah. that it's been on Facebook, I had a surprise footling breach. Yes, that we're <laughs> going to tell the story of in our breach episode. Well, I didn't ask her yet. Okay, so if she gives she us may the, not want us to do if that. She gives us the permission, but um, that was very intense to say the least, and I can say. And it's so weird because birth is so normal to me and we learn about breach so much. Yep. But I understand now why footling breaches, even the most skilled doctors don't do them. Yeah. And I see why. You got the breach. <laughs> you got the breach that was the least straightforward breach right. out of all of them. So that However, you have to use every skill you've ever learned. Right. About. However, that mom, like there, there's, I don't think there's a, I don't know how to say the most, she's like the most badass human being. Like yeah. she's so like awesome and I wouldn't have picked anyone else to be with. So, so I had a very stress to me. It was though it was stressful because it was, I was yeah. unprepared. And so I just kept saying to her, cause she, I know her also outside of, um, outside of birthing her baby. Right. Um, 
So I kept saying, I just, I really would like to have a butter birth and birth workers can understand that. Like when you have so many difficult births in a row, you start to lose trust for the process. Yes. And then you just want to run away and not ever do it again. A butter birth is a birth where it's just like, it just, the baby just slides out. It's like butter. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do anything. Nothing goes wrong. And you, you need those to happen in between the hard births to reconnect yourself with the fact that birth is normal. Right. Yeah. And so like the hard births are what make you feel validated as for me, they, they validate me as a midwife because I do use skill. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Kim, you have the skills and this show that you have the skills, but I just get tired of using skills. Yeah. Sometimes I would like it for them to just be to- easy. Not have to use the Right. Skills. And then the butter births are a reminder of how easy and how beautiful. Not that the hard ones aren't beautiful, but there's just... You how just, simple the process yes, really it is. It really can be. Yeah. But the hard births are, are also what makes me really against... I'm not against the choice of unassisted birth. Mm-hmm. I totally respect that. But when hard things happen, that it, it makes me afraid yeah. of unassisted birth for yeah. people. Anyway, I kept saying I need a butter birth and... And then Jen, who's on maternity, I just kept texting her like, God damn, I just need a birth that's like easy peasy. So easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yes. Just let me be. So I had the first easy one was at at the center at Premier. And essentially long birth story, short birth story, even shorter. Yeah. She was just really done and post dates and wanting to be finished. So she was doing some stim, but the short version. What baby was it? It was, um... Her fifth. It was her fifth baby. Okay. And a lot of times the more babies you have, the further you go because your uterus just takes some time. Yeah. Or maybe it's because you know how hard birth can be and, and you, you know, just don't want to do it. And <laughs> and you know how hard postpartum is. And um, yeah, we have a lot of um, three, four, five. I would say it usually stops around five. We have a lot of five-time moms mm-hmm. at Premier. Um, we just like to have babies. And then we stop. <laughs> But, um, so she was cramping and that was like, I had seen her in the morning. Yeah. Her cervix didn't feel labory to me at all. I just checked per her request and I was like, I just think it's okay. Just, just go home and relax and do whatever. Well, no, they were going to do some things. Yeah. And I got a text that said she was crampy yeah. and I had planned to leave at five o'clock and I had a home visit to do. Yeah. So I did not want them to wait. You know, they wanted to come in. She was just afraid of miss. I'm not getting here on time. Yeah. And so she said, I'm crampy. And I was like, okay, well, if you want to come in and just, you can stay here for the rest of the day, I'll be here. And then we'll leave together if nothing happens. And in my mind, I'm like, then I'll check her and be like, look, nothing's happening. You're not in labor. Go home. I'm not staying here. So anyway, so her husband yelled for us when they opened the door and she had texted me again very shortly after, and I didn't get it because I was doing appointments that said that her contractions were getting strong. Okay. But I didn't see that one. So when yeah. he swung the door open and I came around the, the corner and the look on her face. You're just I, like, oh. I said, that's not crampy. And she couldn't even talk to me. Yeah. She couldn't speak at all. Yeah. And 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 then finally she goes... I'm just going to go upstairs. She was having a contraction, but you didn't know it. Yeah. It's just, she just kind of blanked out with contractions and didn't yeah. do anything. And she said, I'm just going to go upstairs. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to come with you and you go get your stuff. And you were still doing an appointment downstairs. I was in an appointment. You were in an appointment. Yeah. I ran out of the, well, I was in between appointments and we have a client. Yep. Mutual our, our client. Mutual client. Yep. Hey girl, who we love. Hey. 
And she sent me a joking text the day before. Yeah. Don't be having no damn babies during my appointment or something I, like that. Because I like, want your attention. I want your attention this time. And I was like, she, I'm not doing she it. She also happens to be a healthcare worker. Not a birth worker, but a healthcare worker. She's a healthcare worker. Yeah. And she also happens to usually have Jess at her birth. Yeah. I am there. So... I was like, I'm not having any babies tomorrow. Don't worry about it. Well, she happened to just have come in and was sitting on the couch. Waiting for you to come She was my next appointment. So then the mom walks in and I was like, this is your fault. You sent me that text. (laughs) And she was like, nah, girl, it's not my fault. But she was just laughing. And I thought I had hours. I thought this mom. But when I saw her, I was like, oh, game on. Oh, God. So we went upstairs together. I just had all my work clothes. I had a pair of jeans and a shirt. And it was just me. And Emily was in the office. Nobody. I didn't even tell Katie. Yeah. I didn't even tell Katie's the nurse. the nurse that comes in to be the birth assistant. Yes. And she was on call. And I was like, I'll let Katie know when I see her. Yeah. Well, when she walked in, I did. As soon as I got upstairs, I texted Katie. Emily had also texted. Emily let her know she was coming in. Yeah. And I said, please come now. I'll explain later. She didn't even have time to make it. And she lives right down the street. Yeah. So the mom is so cute. And she kept, she was muttering to herself, if I could just relax. Yeah. So, and she, and then she climbed Girl, into the you tub. you can't relax when that's happening. No, 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 no. So I thought, she said, it's weird. I feel like I'm in transition. And she was saying all these things, like, as we're walking up the stair, as we're getting in the room. And so then she just climbs into the tub. Yeah. And, it's and I said, it's not, that's empty. And she goes, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm having this day. I'm like, getting in this tub. I'm getting in this tub. By hooker by crook. And I don't care if there's water in it or not. So she got in the tiny set and she kept saying, like, if I could relax, I need to relax. And I said, let's just get it. Go ahead. Stay in the tub. Sit in the tub. That's fine. I'll turn the water on. We'll rub your back a little bit. I'll listen to the baby. Just settle in. It'll be totally fine. Yeah. And she said, okay. But she never really rela- like didn't have time to relax. Yeah. Her husband came in the room. This is all so short, less than like, 10 minutes. Yeah. And I said, I mean, from time until the birth, less than 10 minutes. I don't know exactly how much time. So I said to her, to her husband, I'm just going to go get the Doppler. Yeah. Here's where I'm rubbing. It's really helpful. And he said, okay, I went to get the Doppler. I went downstairs, joked with the mom that we yes. know. This is your top. And then I turned to walk back up the stairs and she was pushing. Like I could hear it. Yeah. I think she said I'm pushing. And I just took off as fast as I could up the stairs around the corner. I threw, I was holding the Doppler and a piece of paper just in case and a pen. I just threw it onto the bed and dove over the ledge of the tub just in time to see the The head was out. I missed it. I didn't even (laughs) get the head. Yeah. And then it took her a second and I was like, okay. And there's a head. Right. But as I'm... As I'm joking with the mom that was downstairs, she's like, do you need me? Do you want me to come help you? Because she's got experience in healthcare." Yeah. So I was like, girl, please. Like, if this baby's coming, I don't need. Is it just going to be you? Are you alone? And I'm like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be all right. I am alone. I've had so many babies alone because I wait. I don't think the nurse should come in until active labor. I can do that myself. So if somebody could be sleeping, it should be them. So I dove over the side of the tub and, and that's when I thought of my Ann. Cause I hear all these stories of her reaching in the tub and then, or Samaya and so, we're so short yeah. and someone will be like, well, she almost fell in again, but I grabbed her feet. And when I went to dive over the ledge of the tub, my feet had whoops, nowhere to go. And I did start to fall in. I did that. <laughs> Just knocked water over. Yeah. I knocked my water over. I'm drinking water. Cause call. 
So I started to dive in and I thought, oh, well, like this, I'm falling in the this tub. is it. And I dove in enough, but then I threw my other hand and grabbed a hold of like the ledge. Yeah. And then we just kind of talked back and forth for a minute. She, I asked her to put her leg up because she just needed to. But I told her, I said, I asked you to put your leg up, not because I thought the baby needed room, but because I literally couldn't reach you because I'm only like two feet tall. Yeah. And I was trying. I was trying to get my hands underneath the baby. But all I was doing was like a come hither mo- with my fingers. And I'm like grazing the baby's head. You're so like I, flirting with the I'm baby. like flirting with the hair on the baby. And I thought, well, I guess the baby will just hit the bottom of the tub because there was enough water at that yeah. point. Like it had filled a few inches. And so the baby came out and I got one hand on it, but I had no gloves on, no oh, nothing, no. which is like so against every protocol ever. But it just but it happened so fast. So quickly there is. And by the time I had helped, like I placed the baby into the mom's arms and said, you're so amazing. And hearing my voice, she just snapped right back in. Most moms, it takes a little bit. Yeah. And I usually say, don't worry. It'll take you a minute to kind of like she come out of that. Right back to normal. Right back to normal. Big old smile. Well, that was fast. Like nothing had happened. It was so amazing. So Jen, being bored at home now, was is always stalking me on our... our oh, on maternity neighborhood. Well, on um, client care. Yeah. yeah. So she immediately, I got a text that had a butter and a baby. And I was like, what are you, go to sleep. (laughs) Stop texting me. Stop stalking me. So she's either stalking you on maternity neighborhood or whatever it is, or she's actually in the office just sitting there nursing her baby. She's probably in the office hiding in a a hole, watching everything we're doing. She's doing her postpartum at work. (laughs) At work. So that was, but to me, that was too fast. So then I was like, there's got to be an in-between. There's got to be an in-between. I mean, I had to run up those stairs. My heart rate got going. My heart going. got up. I'm I, out of shape. I actually burned a few calories. I did. Did I, you weigh yourself before and after? I should have. I should have. <laughs> so um, so that was that day. And then a few days later, I got called to a birth. Um, and she has a history of very fast birth. So yeah. we had agreed that so you I were would ready com- for it. Right. And it was a bit. home birth. And I had agreed that I would come or I would rather come sooner than later. Yeah. And her contraction pattern seemed to be getting very close, very fast. So I left right like right away. Um, when we got there, it kind of spaced out. Yeah. It went from like every five minutes to every eight minutes. And this mom is all Which business. Is not super uh, abnormal. No, 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 no. She yeah. obviously was like complete or transitioning or whatever. Yeah. She was all business. Like we get there and she's like, listen, I just need to push. If I could just start pushing, I'd be done. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And she's not, she doesn't even look to be in pain or uncomfortable. Yeah. She's just pantless and talking. And she's like, I just need to be done. done. I just want to be done. And I'm like, well, don't rush it. You know, don't rush it. And I thought I just barely made it. Um, And then it turned out that we did have some time. So I just like sat on the couch for a couple of hours. Her labor was four hours long. It was still very short. Beautiful. It was awesome. It was like Evie. Like it started and then spaced a little bit and then kept going. So, but she just kept moving around, like trying to get it going more. Chasing labor. Right. But when I got there, I noticed that her entire beautiful carpet in her room, which was huge, was white. Like Uh. an off-white. And so I'm wa- looking at her pantless and I'm like, what? Oh my God, your water's going to break or something. The baby's going to come out all this beautiful carpet. So then I just set to work, like setting up a, 
a sheet yeah. and a and a um, shower curtain, all this stuff. So then I put up a shower curtain. I put a sheet. It's a huge room. Yeah. So it was like didn't even touch the span of the room, but it was like right in the middle. Yeah. And then I put Chuck's pads like around that. <laughs> and I know she likes. She was thinking about hands and knees for birth, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to set up this perfect spot. So I'm trying not to invade her privacy because she really just goes in. She yeah. doesn't need any help at all. Not even her husband needs to do anything. She just wants. She just to do does it alone. And her husband is just there like, yeah. with her, but not touching her, not talking, nothing. And I hear a push. So I jump up, get into the room. And where is she pushing? Not on your perfect not, space. Not on, on my space. The, on the white carpet. Yeah, on the on the one spot that's not covered. Oh, my God. And so, of course, being me, my OCD. It's I like s- when your dog pukes and you're like, anywhere but there. Anywhere but there. Oh, oh my God. Sorry. So no, I just I just that's compared what, to that my is exactly puking dog. You hear the sound that, and you yeah. just immediately you're up. <laughs> so I hear the push, just like the dog sound, yep. and I'm immediately up, and mm-hmm. I'm in. And so I actually had the nerve, and she's like, she's beautiful, hands yep. and knees. She's guiding the baby herself. Was she glistening? Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't have to talk. You just say glistening a lot. Sorry. <laughs> oh, listen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Go on. I said listen, and I did. I was like, listen. I didn't even have, my hands were nowhere near her. She was doing it on her own, just like she did last time. And I said, I know this is intense, but I'm going to need you to crawl forward about five feet. (laughs) Her husband looked at me like I had asked her to walk to China. Like you were Satan. I can't believe you just asked her. And I was like, you don't have to move. I'm trying to save your carpet. <laughs> I just don't want you to ruin your carpet. And her husband goes, it, it doesn't matter. That does not that's matter. That's what everybody says and in the I moment. Said, and I said, okay, that's fine. You don't have to move. And she goes, no. And she went, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> like, that to, was, that was to the, the spot. To the spot. It was the only sound she made the entire oh time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then she had her baby. And a couple droplets of blood did come out. And I was feeling feeling really, really, really good that I had yeah. asked her to move. Really, I probably I ruined mean, her entire birth. Hydrogen peroxide would have taken those couple drops out. I no know. Problem. It would Although I've been at a birth before where she just like birthed on her carpet and like a lot of blood came out. And it, I mean, hydrogen peroxide still got it out, but it took me a hot like two hours to get it out. I just didn't want. <laughs> and their house is so pretty. Yeah. And everything is so awesome. And they have they have kids. But for some reason, it doesn't look like it. Um, I don't know how people do that. So it was just, it was so nice. It was like, I had asked for a happy medium. I got the happy medium and now I feel really good. Trust birth again. I'm, I'm back on it. And both of those births, time management, since we're talking about that one was during one of my work days. So I still was home almost in time for dinner almost did you get to do, fin- do actually do the appointment with a client who are i did i did so i missed her appointment i did cancel but i canceled the next appointment okay so she, she decided yeah she decided to like go outside for a walk and then we we only had a half hour appointment which i hate i hate half hour appointments Ugh. it's like not enough time at all so we ended up having like almost a whole hour where we just awesome. she just lounged because you know how beautiful she is oh Ab- yeah abnormally beautiful she is She's so beautiful. And her kid, oh my God. So, uh-huh. and her husband's obviously cute also, but we're not going to talk about that because <laughs> we don't like men. But, um, so she just lounged there and we just talked and Aww. it was really nice. I'm really, so I'm glad it worked out that way uh, because I feel like our time has really been cut short, but it all worked out. And then um, I had the birth the other day and then I drove to the center. Yeah. So then I didn't sleep. 
But last night when I finally got home, I had a glass of wine. That's right. I did it. Good job. And I ate a piece of pizza because apparently that was dinner because I wasn't Uh home. And I slept like a damn rock. I was like carb loaded. That's awesome. With wine. And oh, man. So that time I slept for 10 hours. So you're in a good mood today. I'm in a great mood today. And I am not working today. And we might have time to finish up this episode and still go... Uh, do something like have a quick dip in the hot tub before you have to go wait in line to pick a BB. Let's go. Let's do that right now. Actually, All right, so I think it's time to end up this out this episode. So I think really the point of this episode was not to give you any pointers on time management. It was just to make you feel better about your shitty time management <laughs> because all of us moms struggle with it. We do. Hey, there's some people out there that don't. And to me, they're magical. And I would love do to they get some. Do they actually not struggle with time management? Yes. Or do they just No, they like schedule themselves. Struggling? I know people that absolutely, I mean, it's still stressful to them. And if they miss something, it's going to cause them a complete mental breakdown. Yeah. But some people just do it. I don't know. That's not my forte. Not mine either. We miss you again, Meredith. What we want to say, yeah, we miss you, Meredith. But also, like, for all you moms out there struggling to feel like you're accomplishing anything or struggling to get any goals or feeling guilty because you're not accomplishing anything because you're sitting on the couch eating olives and drinking wine. Not just moms, but birth workers, too. If you have one day, like, I finally have one day, fuck it all, I'm... I'm recording and I'm going to sit in the hot tub. The That's end. Right. That's right. That's not the end. Then you're going to go pick your kid up at school. Yes. You're probably going to type your book. Maybe. Kim has an endless list of goals because at some point we plan on being um, successful in our own right. Yes. And being able to make enough money to sit in hammocks in a tropical place drinking and bathtubs margaritas filled while with bubbles. making money. Yes. That's what we want to do. That's our plan. I want to get paid to live. I keep saying that, but apparently no one wants to pay me to just be alive. I mean... I don't know. I got offered to, I I had an old man offer to be my sugar daddy the other day. Wow. And then someone else came in and was like, you mean her sugar granddaddy? (laughs) Yes. Okay. (laughs) Do I have to have sex with you? No deal. No, I'll drive you around your golf cart. Perfect. You can pay me a thousand dollars a week. All right, let's end this episode. Um, so we're for ending God's the episode sakes. with yes, you would look good in pasties on a golf cart. I want to say fuck you, COVID, because yes. I'm tired of it, ruining so everything tired. we want to do. And for all you moms slash birth workers out there struggling with time management, we get it. We're doing the same. Thing. We are here for you. Uh, let us know your struggles and also cheers. cheers.